Welcome, dumbheads, to MDC, the Mega Dumb Cast. In this, the high noon of season five, I'm identifying the dumbest thing on every goddamn page of MT2, the Weird Weird West, the second in a trio of time travel adventures for TSR's Marvel Superheroes RPG. Every episode is one page, every episode is short. The Weird Weird West was written by Ray Winninger and published in 1989 by TSR. Today we're discussing page 53 of The Weird Weird West. Yesterday I I maybe departed from format slightly in favor of just shitting all over Lincoln Slade for like 20 minutes, I guess. We'll have to see how it comes together in editing. Today we're talking about another Phantom Rider, Ghost Rider 4, Phantom Rider 3, Hamilton Slade. And I'm not going to exclusively shit on this character. I'm coming into this with somewhat of an open mind and, more importantly, different complaints. Now, we start this page with the stat block for Hamilton Slade, but that's not going to make much sense to you without backstory. So I'm going to skip to the history section at the end of the page, start there, and then come back around to this stat block, which is a mess befitting the origin that spawned it. Quote, Hamilton Slade is an archaeologist whose interest in the lore of the American Indians was spurred during childhood by his parents' accounts of his family's claim to fame in the history of the Southwest. See History of Ghost Rider 1 and 2 for details. While studying archaeology, Hamilton Slade hoped to someday discover the great burial place of his famous great-great-grandfather. One day, while leading a team of archaeologists from the University of Nevada, Slade did come upon the resting place of his ancestor, in a subterranean cave beneath the Comanche burial mound. Unable to contain his excitement, Slade investigated the site alone, and was startled when the ghostly garb of the ghost rider levitated from a burial urn as he approached. As is only fair. Karmic punishment for being a bad archaeologist. Quote, In a blinding flash, Slade was possessed by the spirit of one of the phantom horsemen and acquired a host of spectral powers, far beyond those once possessed by his mortal ancestors. Joined by the ghost of the Knight Rider's horse, Banshee, he galloped off into the night to save stunt rider Johnny Blaze from the magician Moondark. Upon the successful completion of this mission, Slade resumed his normal form, with no memory of his possession. Now, whenever there is evil nearby, Slade is transformed into the phantom rider to combat it. He still has no idea why he is subject to occasional memory lapses. Now, there's a whole thing here this history doesn't get into, which is that the spirit of the Ghost Rider that possessed Hamilton Slade initially was Lincoln Slade, and that's why Hamilton Slade started harassing Mockingbird. But then, when they took Hamilton Slade, who turned out to be innocent in this, right, it's the ghost that's doing this, he's just possessed. When they take him to an exorcist, they find out that both the ghosts of Lincoln and Carter Slade are inside him, with Carter trying to steer Hamilton back toward good, because Carter realizes, at least posthumously, that his brother is a shithead. Carter Slade nobly allowed himself to be exorcised to help an exorcist get rid of Lincoln Slade, but then, in the immediate aftermath, Hamilton Slade opened himself up to Carter Slade, so the good Phantom Rider of the Old West could inhabit the new good Phantom Rider, and they could work together and be a spooky superhero in the present. And then they joined a terrible super team called the Rangers, whose other unappealing members we will discuss anon. None of this is mentioned here. So what we have is there's there's really two versions of Hamilton Slade. The first one is he seems like a superhero, but he's actually possessed by the ghost of a rapist and is harassing Mockingbird. Then there's the other Hamilton Slade from after that, who is possessed by the ghost of the other good ghost writer, aka Phantom Rider, and he's a good guy. I understand that perhaps there are editorial reasons why you would not address this. There's an ongoing storyline about it. It's a pretty heavy topic for an RPG that you can ideally sell to kids. And this is not as egregious as having Lincoln Slade in the book, because I can imagine a situation where you use Hamilton Slade and there's no problem, even with someone who's read the comics. 
the characters, the West Coast Avengers, they know Hamilton Slade. They know his story. They know he's cool now. They're in a comfortable place. So we don't need to talk about that history. If you know it, then you know that everybody's cool with each other now. And he's distinct from the Old West Phantom Riders because he does have supernatural powers. Which brings us to the stat block, which is, unfortunately, kind of a mess. And it's real long, so we're just going to hit the high points. As Phantom Rider, Hamilton has fighting typical, agility excellent, strength excellent, endurance incredible, reason good, intuition excellent, psyche remarkable. Better stats by and large than the Old West Phantom Riders. Basic profile for you. His name is Hamilton Slade. He's an archaeologist. He has a secret identity. He's a U.S. citizen. He has no criminal record. He was born in Reno, Nevada. He is single, ghost ladies, and his great-great-grandfather is Lincoln Slade. Boo! And his great-great-granduncle is Carter Slade. His base of operations is the American Southwest in the 20th century. He used to be a member of the Rangers, but he recovered. He has the alter ego power because he has different stats when he is not possessed by the ghost of an Old West Phantom Rider. As mild-mannered, bad archaeologist Hamilton Slade, he has fighting of typical, agility of good, strength of excellent, endurance of good, reason of good, intuition of excellent, and psyche of typical. While his reason is rated good, he does have excellent reason when dealing with archaeological matters. Yes, Mr. Winninger, that's called a talent. But why use the fundamental rules of the game when you can restate them each time from scratch as though you just had the idea? Quote, detection of evil. When in the presence of evil, and that's in quotation marks, Hamilton Slade is possessed by the spirit of the Ghost Rider. This power has a range of several miles, but functions at only excellent rank, requiring a yellow feet roll with possible modifiers depending on the severity of the evil to activate. Fuck me! If you're drinking when the author doesn't understand the intensity rules, finish your fucking drink, because this is... I don't even know where to start with this. Okay, it has a range of several miles, but it functions at only excellent rank. Okay, normally an excellent rank power would, by default, have a lower range. So far, so good. Quote, requiring a yellow feet roll. Okay, similar to an intensity. Only, if this were like an excellent intensity, then if you got a column shift to your excellent power rank, then you'd only need a green result. But this is just a flat statement that you need a yellow result. Which raises the question, is this an excellent power rank? Because if it never succeeds on a green, what you're doing is saying his power rank is the one where you succeed 60% of the time, except half of that 60% of the time, he doesn't succeed because he needs a yellow result. Normally green is a success, but for him only yellow is a success and red. But it's not an intensity. You could apply an intensity, but it wouldn't do anything because it would just make him need a yellow result, which he already does. It seems like what you're trying to say, author, is that he succeeds 30% of the time, which we would normally represent with a power rank lower than excellent, but as it turns out, there is no power rank that succeeds only 30% of the time. Even a shift zero power rank lets you succeed 35% of the time. What you have done, effectively, is to give this character a sub-shift zero power and call it excellent for no reason, but in a complicated way that makes its rules interactions with other abilities very confusing. But the author's not done. It then says in parentheses, with possible modifiers depending on the severity of the evil. I see. So I should assess the severity of the evil and determine what? Whether this raises his effective power rank, like with a column shift? So he's rolling an effective remarkable? If he needs a yellow because he's rolling against an implicit excellent intensity, then that means a green result should now be a success. But if not, if it's just a weird feature of this power that it only succeeds on a yellow no matter what your power rank is, then that's a totally different probability. Or, because grammatically this parenthetical applies to the clause about requiring a yellow 
feet result is it that he might not require a yellow feet result if the evil is severe enough. Once again, that is yet another very different thing. It's just that this game does have rules that exist already that you could use. Anyway, quote, phasing, the ghost rider may become intangible. When in this state, he has class 1000 protection against all physical and energy attacks, save those of mystic origins. As the ghost rider needs to breathe, gas attacks can affect him, and he can remain intangible only for as long as he can hold his breath. First of all, I don't think this is attested in the comics. I could be wrong, but I don't think there's anything about Hamilton Slade only being able to go intangible as long as he can hold his breath, because it's actually pretty rare for phasing powers to have that very logical drawback, uh, you know, that because they're intangible, they can't breathe. So that limits their phasing time. Uh, but more importantly, because as the author here points out, there is very solid comic book evidence that when Hamilton Slade is intangible, he still needs to breathe, which implies that there's no reason for him to hold his breath. Effectively, what the author has written here is, remember, when Phantom Rider is intangible, he still suffers from breathing gas. Also, he cannot breathe. All right, whatever. I'm just letting these rules pass by me at this point. Quote, invisibility. The ghost rider can fade from view with incredible ease. What the fuck does that mean? It's incredibly easy for him to turn invisible. Very different from being able to turn invisible with good ease. Feels better. Feels more luxurious. When would you roll this? All right, I've returned to my apartment. I am still invisible, but I'm going to put on my favorite tunes and attempt to relax. Okay. Roll to put on tunes. There we go. Is it working? Am I grooving to the music? Or do I still feel uptight? Hmm. With what ease do you become invisible? Uh, it says here, with incredible ease. I see. Roll your ease of invisibility for me. Excellent. You're invisible and it feels good. Once again, the tunes are enjoyed by the Phantom Rider. Quote, Banshee. The Ghost Rider's horse appears upon command. She has similar powers of intangibility and invisibility. Banshee never tires and can move three areas per round. The rules work fine. I object on a metaphysical level to the idea that a horse who has already done more in the service of justice than can possibly be expected of a horse, not being able to go to her final rest, but having to become a ghost horse so that a ghost cowboy can continue to ride her forever. Seems unfair. Quote, talents. The ghost rider gets a plus one column shift with his revolver. He also has the horsemanship talent. He's talented with a revolver and a horse, as you would expect. He has the other members of the rangers as contacts, and that's it. And then, of course, his role-playing notes are the same as the role-playing notes for Carter Slade, and therefore as Lincoln Slade, because he's possessed by Carter Slade. Same dude, just dead this time. I'm going to go ahead and say the dumbest thing in this page is that detection of evil power. That's some real marble-mouthed failure to explain what should be a simple rule, especially for a power that is fundamentally narrative. Like, let's be honest, anybody who's been a GM knows, if the GM wants you to detect evil, you're going to detect fucking evil. You're not going to open the newspaper the next day and read, Horrible ritual enacted. Thousands die. Because shitty archaeologist rolled a one. You're just, you're just going to detect it. You're just going to know something's going down so that you can go have the adventure. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a fundamentally narrative power. These mechanics are vastly overcomplicated and don't interact logically with the rest of the system. But honestly, it's like a compliment to say that's the dumbest thing in this page. Because compared to the previous page with uh, Carter and Lincoln Slade... Lincoln Slade being totally unusable, and Carter Slade being mostly unusable by association, Hamilton Slade, hey, it's not so bad here. I mean, you glossed over his past with being possessed by Lincoln, but that's okay. Unlike with actually bringing in Lincoln in person, we don't really have to talk about it. We're not remiss not to talk about it. His powers mostly work. His character is roughly appropriate as a substitute member of the player character group. If the dumbest thing about a character is that one of their powers is very poorly explained, 
that's a decent grade for a character, given the curve that we're working with here. Speaking of grades for characters, join me next time for the man who got straight C's for 70 goddamn years on MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret patrons-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact me however you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. This episode's theme music, used under Creative Commons license, is Western Firefight 2 by Kula, whose work you can find at kula.com. That's C-U-L-L-A-H dot com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>